welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. are talking today a little bit about pre-needs or pre-arrangements and I have a guest with me here today. This is Celeste and Celeste is a funeral director and the office manager for affordable burial and cremation and she does pretty much everything for Bateman Funeral Home and ABC. So uh, we're going to be talking today. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. I've not done this before and so I mean haven't done too many of these Facebook lives anyway, but um, we are here talking about pre-needs and we're going to, I'm going to be doing some of the questions. Some of the questions that we'll be asking are the question, some of the questions that you provided to us. And so we'll be talking about pre-needs, talking about some of the questions that the audience has asked us. And I'll be asking the questions and I'm going to be asking you most of these questions. And I will answer most of your questions. So do I need to get a spotlight out here and hold oh, it yes. on you? Yeah. <laughs> what is a pre-need? What, what is that thing? So in the funeral business, a pre-need is pre-arranging funeral services ahead of time before you need them. So whether it's a burial or cremation, um, it's a way to get your last wishes down. It's a way to alleviate pressure on your family when the time does come. It helps them go through the grieving process because everything's taken care of. There's no confusion, no fighting, no arguing, no money issues. It's all done. Excellent. So that is something that uh, a family, uh, would, would a family want to come to you just as somebody's placed on hospice or is this something that they'd want to do maybe even sooner than that? Well, that's a good question. Um, yeah. We get everybody, the whole spectrum. For the most part, if you're going to pre-plan and prepay, you get a better deal, of course, if you do it early. All right, um, so you're locking in those prices. So you're locking in those prices, right. And so that way that money is available. It's um, going to be here at the funeral home. Whatever you chose is done. Um, let's say you pick a... a graveside service and a casket and and a uh, vault all of those things will stay at today's prices right 20 okay. years from now well and we've seen what 20 yeah. years in the past have come we, we've up. all we've all seen what yeah. has happened and with so, prices so it is a better deal okay. um, for those people on hospice you know it's still it's still okay to go ahead and and make the arrangements um, it may not make as much sense to pay ahead of time, sure. but certainly, you know, we, we're not going to turn that away. We right. Definitely want to make sure that your family is taken care of and that we know what our instructions are. You know, that's, that is something that I've seen as well as where a family will come in and maybe somebody has been placed on hospice and it's already a difficult time for the, right. for the family. And so by putting that person's wishes down, 
and, and we'll hold those here at the funeral home. Right. And then we just essentially, after the person passes away, then we just, we have a roadmap to follow. And we can just say, well, this is what John wanted. And we just go right straight through. Exactly. And that takes a lot of that pressure of decision-making off of the family as well. And, and then at a time when they should be grieving, they're given permission and time and space to do that. I, I actually like how you say that, given permission and time to be able to have that grieving right. process without needing to worry about the financial side of it as well. Exactly. Exactly. So speaking of pain, what are some of the ways or how are some of the ways that a person could prearrange and then pay for their for their final arrangements? And there are several ways of doing that. Um, right now, Bateman, Affordable Burial and Cremation, and Pacific View, um, we are partners with a company called American Funeral cemetery trust services mm -hmm. and with that company we can set up a trust account so we would sit here we would make the pre-arrangements we would fill out all the forms of what the person wants and total that up that money then would be sent directly to the trust company and the account would be set <clears throat> that's one way and that's you know pretty much the way we do things here however in the past and maybe in the future, we'll also have an option for um, insurance. And so we would do the same process. We would go over what the needs and the wants are and what the cost of that is. And then there would be an insurance uh, policy written and it would list one of the funeral homes as the beneficiary so that at the time of need, the money then would be right. released to us to pay for those services. And, and I just wanted to make sure that it, that's a very important thing that Celeste is talking about. We're not holding on to those funds. That is a third party and that guarantees the funds. Now, here we've been around since 1914. It's been over a hundred years. We're, I don't think we're going anywhere. I don't think so. But there are those people that are a little concerned that, well, what happens if you go bankrupt and then the money's gone? Well, as Celeste pointed out, those funds are secure. They are in a trust or in an insurance plan held by a large company that is not affected by what a local funeral home might happen in a local area. So those funds are secure. So All right. All right. thank you. So one of the other questions, and I wanna make sure we're not going way over time because I have a tendency of rambling, but I am a veteran. And I get a lot of questions from veterans sometimes saying, what do I need to bring in? Because maybe they want to go to a national cemetery um, or they want to go to a local cemetery, but they still want to know what their benefits are. Right. Can you help us out a little bit there? So for veterans, when they come in and they're doing the prearrangements, so we ask that they bring the discharge paperwork. So the DD-214, um, sometimes that's not available or the family can't find that their military card, a certificate, perhaps, that they completed some part of their service um, is enough to get started on uh, securing those benefits. And one of the benefits that I know a lot of families do appreciate and do, do take advantage of they, is having military honors. So 
to schedule with a military team to come to the service to do the flag folding ceremony, present that to the spouse or the mm -hmm. children, um, and the playing of taps. And, you know, for the most part, that is that is the service. That's pretty much what folks really, really get touched with. Right. Um, some some people, um, even though they're doing a, a pre-need with us or that they've been in the service, at a national cemetery, they, they're still allowed to have a plot if they want to be buried or a niche if they're going to be cremated and placed in the wall. Um, and then the military provides a marker as well. Yes. That is, I, I like to say, if you're going to be going to a national cemetery, everything from the gates and in is covered because of your military service. Getting from your home or the hospital or here to the gates are not covered. And so those are the things you would want to talk to maybe Celeste about, about yeah. in a prearrangement, getting that portion taken care of. And then the military portion forward will be covered because of that service. Right. One of the questions that we were, we were asked was, what happens if I do a prearrangement with you? And we live in Lincoln County where there's a lot of retired people, but let's say one of the people in the family passes away and the other one wants to go live with a child somewhere. What right. happens to that pre-need? So, and, and that does happen. And we see quite a bit more of it in the opposite direction where somebody's coming in with a pre-arrangement <laughs> yes, from another funeral home. And then we need to, you know, apply for those, those funds. But um Currently, with our trust services, that money is portable. And so what you've paid with us for the services that you've selected, that money will be available to another funeral home at the time when you need it. And their prices may be more expensive than ours mm -hmm. or maybe less expensive. And then the family would get the difference. Right. They would either need to pay or get a refund. And I, I, I wanted to reiterate one of the things she said is we do get an awful lot of people that have moved here and they might have an arrangement somewhere else. And those funds should also be portable. So if you decide that you want to stay with us here at the coast, those can also be portable to us as well. We are probably hitting where about 10 minutes, 11 minutes. Boy, mm -hmm. we talk a lot, don't we? Do we have any questions from the audience at this time that we want to cover? Well, I guess we don't. So we're going to cover one last item. And that was a question that we were given as well as, do we get a copy of the prearrangement? So what, what happens? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think our funeral directors vary slightly with this. Um, I know when I do a pre-need, I will photocopy the trust forms mm -hmm. and give that to the family at the time we're filling them out. But the forms are in triplicate, so the families will get that second copy mailed to them right. when the trust services sign off on it. So, so not only will they be receiving from me, they'll be receiving a photocopy as well as the yellow forms about a month later when they've processed everything. Um, 
anything that you sign here at the funeral home you is available for you. You just need to request that you want copies of that. And oftentimes the funeral director will ask, is there anything you need a copy of? Right. And I, because I have to keep talking, <laughs> I have to tell you a quick story. One of our members of our, of our community uh, came to us. Uh, she passed away and everybody knew she had a pre-need somewhere. It was not with us. And they kept looking and kept looking and kept looking and kept looking. And right when we thought it was all lost and, and they were, and we were going to have to charge the family and not charge an insurance form or something, they, they found her pre-need information stuck in her cookbook. So I'm going to tell you right now, if Celeste or I give you copies of your pre-need, don't put it in your cookbook. <laughs> Get copies to your family. Put it somewhere in a file. Label it somewhere so it can be easily found. Just don't put it in your cookbook. Fortunately, everybody knew that she loved that, loved cooking, and they were going through her cookbook for some of her recipes, and there it was. That's Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, please leave those questions and comments uh, in the question bar. I think I'm saying that right. If you like us, please click like. If you, please share us with your friends. We are Absolutely. we we are we do not hound or or force people into anything. We just simply like to provide honest and straight feedback and honest advice about the funeral industry, and then you can take it and do it with whatever you want. I'm Brian. I'm Celeste. And thank you for joining us.